You're listening to the Indie Echo Podcast, a showcase of independent music and the artists that make it. I'm Jordan, producer at High Five Music. Manisha Waniapa is a singer-songwriter from California. Her distinctive sound merges the classic with the modern, which can be heard on her latest singles, Unfinished Business and Nobody Knows. Waniapa. Um, I'm from Pasadena, California. Um, both of my parents are from Sri Lanka. They immigrated here in the 90s and they met and they got married and they had me. And I've been living in California my whole life and I've just always loved music growing up. You could tell as a child that I just gravitated towards music. I learned how to play my dad's record player and I would always play music. I was always at the piano. And then when I was about nine years old, I realized that I really loved singing. So I approached my parents and I was like, hey, can you get me vocal lessons? And they were kind of like skeptical about it because I never really sang in front of them. So they didn't really know what I sounded like, but they did get me vocal lessons. I made a deal with them that I, they would give me, they would get me a vocal coach if I agreed to learn piano. So we did that. And then I had my first recital and they were completely blown away. And they realized that I was talented and they were so excited for me. And they've just kind of supported me ever since, which was wonderful. And I grew up listening to a lot of Michael Jackson, Elvis, ABBA, Eagles, Blondie, all the good stuff. Right now I'm studying at UCLA and I'm trying to get into the music scene here, which is really cool. And I guess what I'm listening to right now, I still listen to a lot of like ABBA, Eagles, Michael Jackson, like all the old stuff, but I've been listening to a lot of more like singer-songwriters like Gracie Abrams, Eva B. Ross, um, Taylor Swift, of course, she's a huge influence. Yeah, I'm really interested in that B-tier, like singer-songwriter, like the Gracie Abrams of the world. I really like those those kind of people too, yeah. And when did you start like writing your own music? I started writing my own music when I was about 15. My vocal coach at the time, Daniel Bremel, was like, hey, you should try writing your own song. So then I was like, I don't know if I can do that. But I did give it a try and I ended up loving it. I wrote a couple songs and then I think about two years later, I actually went into the recording studio. I recorded four songs and those are the ones that are on my EP, All My Sunsets, that I put out in 2020. But people do change. was uh, a couple years in the making. Yeah, it took a while. I'm kind of perfectionist about music, honestly, but I wanted to make sure I picked like my four favorite ones and that they were perfect. And yeah, it was so much fun. That experience was amazing. And then getting to put it out and getting so much feedback was just wonderful. Now, one thing I noticed going from your, your EP, All My Sunsets, to your new singles, Nobody Knows an Unfinished Business, is it's kind of a consistent sound between them. Now, was that a conscious effort on your part? 
Honestly, I've been thinking about this a lot too, because a lot of my friends and my musician friends have told me like, yeah, you have this really distinct sound. Like, how did you get that? I honestly don't know. I don't know if it's something in my songwriting, but I was actually surprised when Nobody Knows and Unfinished Business sounded a lot like my EP, because I expected them to be a lot different. And I'm kind of glad that it wasn't super different. I like the cohesiveness of it all. I guess when I write songs, I always go for a very like epic, dreamy feel. And I feel like that's been conveyed in my music. I feel that too, for sure. A, a lot of it has like a very classic sounding feel. There's a lot of like, I don't know the proper terms, but like a, a 60s style guitars and like the tremolo going in the background. Oh, nobody knows especially. Now, was that a producer decision or were you like, I want to have this kind of... Yeah, that was my decision. I was actually the one who was playing my grandfather's guitar on that song. Nice. Okay. So that was really fun. I just, because I wrote that song on that guitar and just in my head, it's always been kind of this acoustic song. So I wanted to incorporate that in the final production process. And lyrically, where do you find most of your inspiration? Just through life experience and... That kind of thing? Definitely through life experience. Um, past relationships definitely provide a lot of material to work with. Um, I also love poetry. Sometimes I pull inspiration from like movies or shows. Like I, my song Wicked Heaven, that was inspired by the show Peaky Blinders. that was a pretty random one i think i started that song with the songwriting prompt like if i was going to write a song for like a james bond movie like what would it sound like okay what would the vibe be and then i just started strumming those chords and it just kind of came together do you think of like the lyrics first or do you have the melody in your head what process do you go through for that uh, i think the melody for sure comes first with nobody knows i wrote like three different first verses and then I had to pick my favorite one. But the melody was consistent for all of those. Do you play your songs live as well? Um, I still haven't played any of my songs in front of a audience. I'm hoping to um, next quarter, cause I'm in this club called Music Club at UCLA. And every quarter we have like a show called Band Night. And I've gotten a couple of my friends together and we've agreed to like perform at the next one. So I'm hoping to play Nobody Knows, because I love that one. Are you comfortable playing live at this point? Like, have you practiced a bunch, or are you still kind of nervous about it? I think it's normal to get nervous about it. I mean, I performed a lot when I was like younger at recitals, and then I did a show. I did a couple shows when I was like 16. I performed at No Future Cafe, the Pasadena Film Festival, um, Jazz on Green Street. That was really fun. Is there a most difficult part of the process you find between either the songwriting itself or putting the songs together and finally releasing them? I think sometimes the production process can be hard because as an artist, you kind of have a vision of what you want the song to be. And sometimes I find myself getting too attached to that vision. So I can be a little bit hesitant when like other people put their opinions in. I'm like, I don't know if that would sound right, but 
with nobody knows, I kind of like let go a little bit. And I was like, I trust the people I'm working with. I want to see what this sounds like. And I shouldn't be like too attached to what I think it should sound like. And it came out perfect. And it was even better than I had ever imagined. And I think the other hard part is probably releasing the music and doing all the self-promotion and then making sure all your royalties are figured out and that the copyright is, and that's a whole process. Let's go on a Now, would you say that with Nobody Knows and Unfinished Business, you're kind of starting a new chapter of your music career? Like, is this part of a larger package that's coming soon? Um, yeah, I think so. I've been thinking about putting out an album for a while. I have a couple songs and I do think I need to write more, but the end goal is definitely to put out an album. And I feel like these two songs are kind of like a little intro to what I want the overall vibe of the album to be like. You said you're gonna kind of keep in the same genre that you're in right now, but is there anything you would want to explore in the future? Um, definitely. I think my sound is constantly evolving and I think music is just such a process of self-discovery. I kind of want to get into different avenues, honestly. Like I want to get more into pop music, maybe go into rock music a little bit. I kind of want to dig into the power of my voice and bring that kind of energy, maybe a little bit of jazz as well. I really love singing jazz songs. I feel like jazz would be the easiest to kind of blend into what you're already doing. Yeah, for sure. Does that come from just your training, your love of jazz? I don't really know. I didn't grow up listening to jazz. I think when I was around 16, I came across the song Dream a Little Dream of Me by Ella Fitzgerald, and I performed it at this event called Jazz on Green Street. And I just kind of fell in love with like the melodies and jazz music and like the overall feel of it all. I just feel like it's so romantic and dreamy and nostalgic. Now in uh, in Unfinished Business, which is your latest single, is that a clarinet in there that I hear? That is, yeah. That's a really unique yeah. thing to put in a song like that. Yeah, that was my producer uh, Grant Milliken's idea and um, my friend Jacob Peter was actually the one who played clarinet that was the last thing we recorded for that song and that was so fun and I was a little bit skeptical at first I'm like I don't know how this is gonna sound in the whole mix and then I ended up loving it so yeah some of the other artists that you're listening to right now but are, are there any that were a more direct influence in your most recent singles taylor swift of course like i just went through like my first relationship like my longest relationship and my first breakup so i was also looking a lot into her um songwriting process and how she takes those feelings of heartbreak and love and turns that into really good music and um 
I was kind of inspired by her song All Too Well to write Unfinished Business and just kind of like really pour my heart into a song and be really honest, which is honestly something I've struggled with in songwriting. I know in songwriting you're supposed to be vulnerable and honest, but sometimes I get so caught up into like, my mom's gonna listen to it, like my friends are gonna listen to this, like I don't want it to be like how much of myself do I want to put out there, but I kind of just let go with this song and just was really honest with it. That's when you have to get heavy on the metaphors. So they like, they can't quite put together what it is, but you know what it means, you know? Mm-hmm. I definitely want to build a dedicated fan base and I want to start making music videos for sure. I think a music video for Nobody Knows would be awesome and for Unfinished Business as well. Um, just want to get more into the creative side of things, start performing more. Are you the only musical one in the family? My mom was a piano teacher and she's also a good singer, even though she doesn't sing as much as she should. Um, I guess my grandfather played guitar. I think a lot of people on my mom's side sang. My aunt worked for Capitol Records for a little bit. What do you think you've learned between your first EP and your latest releases, either as a songwriter or the production process or marketing? I feel like I've learned so much. I've learned a lot more about myself and what I want my music to sound like. Um, I've really learned how to let myself be honest and vulnerable when I'm writing songs. And to, But it's kind of okay to be a perfectionist about things, especially when it comes to your own music, but also know when to let go and let the production kind of evolve the song and the importance of working with other musicians and getting their input. In terms of marketing, like. I kind of learned that strangers will be your biggest fans. Like people who don't know you will just like, you can still connect with them over music. And it's so important to give yourself opportunities to like find those people. Like I was a little bit skeptical about using TikTok. I was like, everyone's on TikTok getting TikTok famous. Like, I don't know if I want to jump on that. And I was like, whatever, I'll just try it. And yeah, I've reached a lot of people that way. And then your your algorithm becomes all, you know, songwriter talk and you're with all the other singer-songwriters like yourself and you're kind of a, a mini community in that sense too. Mm-hmm. You start learning from each other and becoming each other's fans. Yeah. That's nice too. I like that. Yeah, I love that community. I've definitely learned a lot about getting onto playlists and reaching out to music blogs and just like little tips and tricks that have improved my songwriting as well. I think one of the great things about being an artist is I can kind of see who listens to my music as well. Like through the Spotify for Artists app, like I can see who's putting my songs in their playlist. And I've been surprised, like some random people I haven't talked to in a while have been listening to my music a ton. Or like people I did group projects with in college have just been listening to my music every day. And it's just, it's so crazy. Like you have no idea how many people support you. Like there are times when I'm just like, wondering if I'm wasting my time with music. And then I just remember how many people are so proud of me and really believe in me. My mom shared my music on Facebook with the Sri Lankan community. And I looked at my streams and like, that was my top country for like a week. Nice, okay, that'll do it. My grandma, she's in Sunnyvale right now and she got a Spotify just to listen to my music. (laughs) And she's been listening to it every day. And I looked at my top cities and Sunnyvale is my top city which is the sweetest thing. Nice. Thanks, Grandma. (laughs) Is there anything specific you're hoping your listeners take away from your your latest singles? 
I hope it makes them think of something in their lives. Like I want people to be able to relate my music to their own lives the way that I do with my favorite songs. Like sometimes when I listen to a certain song, I can just like see a certain memory. Like it's that ingrained in my brain. I hope someone listens to Nobody Knows and thinks about maybe their first relationship or the first time they fell in love or some midnight adventure they had that they're going to remember for the rest of their lives. Links to Manisha's music and everything else can be found in the show notes. Indie Echo is a product of Hi5 Music, a digital production studio that brings your bedroom demos to life. If you want your music produced, mixed, or remixed, visit the link on my Instagram, at Hi5Music, and you can follow the show at Indie Echo Podcast. Thank you for listening. Thank you for listening.